at Post Purchase Pro, we always say the first sale is just the beginning of the relationship. That's where all of the good stuff starts after the first sale. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast. My name is Sean Hart. My co-host, Mr. Seth Stevens, Stevens just joined us. Forgot your name for a second, Seth. And we have the founder, co-founder, and CEO of Seller Fuel here today. Can't wait to dive in, Mr. Jason Shea. Say hello, Jason. Hey, thank you so much for being uh, inviting me you onto the podcast. Um, the, this is my honor to be here, and we met at Prosper Show. I really like the energy, and I've been watching a few of the YouTube video about all the advanced strategy you're doing for Amazon seller. This is really my honor to be here and talk to both of you gentlemen today. Well, we no, sure Jason, appreciate you really taking excited. the time out to join us here. And uh, before I talk over Seth again, we'll let him say hello. Go, Seth. Sorry. I was just saying we're excited to have you, Jason. We we spent a yeah. lot of uh, yeah. time there at the uh, seller party that we threw there in Vegas right after Prosper. Um, got to know you some, and we just knew at that moment we had to have you on the podcast. We were able to follow up um, with you last week, Jason, and we've already got you on a live recording. This is amazing. Yeah, you guys have moved really fast. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we don't normally sit still too long, you know. We like to move forward. So although we're recording this, it's going to publish in in a few weeks, and you'll definitely get a copy of it. So let's talk about Seller Fuel. What what kind of strategies can you share with the listeners of our podcast? The Post Purchase Podcast generally uh, goes out to an audience of Amazon sellers, right? So I know that when we were picking your brain a little bit in Vegas a few weeks ago, you had some pretty good insights of opportunities that Amazon sellers are missing out on and also some mistakes that you see Amazon sellers make. So since you wowed Seth and I in Vegas, give us some of that wow factor here on the podcast, Jason. For sure. So I'm really an e-commerce business owner first, agency owner second, because I also operate my own e-commerce brand. It's called Lucky Kid. Uh, we design product for kids with learning disabilities, including autism, uh, sensory processing disorder, ADHD, and I started that brand back in 2017 because my son have a learning disability. So it's really a mission-driven brand. And this is also something that I really feel very, very passionate about. And I have been a special education advocate for the past 10 years of my life since my son was born as well. So. Oh. Nice. So, so passion comes along with the work. So first an entrepreneur and then an agency. So basically during your entrepreneurial path of, of being an Amazon third-party seller, you identified some opportunities to grow outside of the Amazon platform. You care to share some of those strategies with us here, Jason? Yes. I think especially with all the different changes right now that's happening with Amazon's updates and EOS, if you don't have an audience outside of Amazon, you are really limiting your potential on the Amazon platform because it's, you couldn't do the search, find, and buy anymore. You couldn't do the 100% rebate that everyone else was doing for the past couple of years. If you don't have an audience, it's kind of similar to what Post Purchase Pro is really doing. It's really help to help the seller to create an additional channel of communication with the customer so we can control the narrative, not Amazon. So that is the core services that I provide as a service, uh, as an agency. And we help 
uh, our client to build a customer database outside of Amazon that's 100% not based on Amazon, we actually create a full marketing funnel outside of Amazon that will generate leads, generate sales, and build relationship with the customer over their lifetime. It's not a transaction. It's a relationship that we are really trying to help the customer to build. So, Jason, you are uh, singing to our hearts right now. We we preach the same message every single week where we, we try to get Amazon sellers to see the bigger picture that um, just because it looks like a transaction and Amazon gives you an order ID doesn't mean that there's not a real person on the other end of the line. And you started this interview the same way that that um, we started our conversation in person. You said, I- I'm passionate about my my own brand. And because of that, I've seen these opportunities to take care of the people on the other end of that. So at Post Purchase Pro, we talk about all the, uh, that all the time, Jason. But for you, where are you seeing like the growth potential in using external traffic and developing those relationships off of Amazon and then bringing that traffic back to Amazon? What are you seeing, Jason? I think the first step is truly understand the niche and the group of the customer, whoever the brand you're serving. For me, it's really a group of moms that have kids with learning disability. That's the first group of the audience. Second group is teachers. Usually our teacher that's buying our product is in the uh, elementary school because our uh, age group is age 3 to 12. So do you? Uh, most of the Amazon sellers I talk to, they have no idea. When you talk to avatar building, they just go over their heads like, what? what? What's avatar? I only know about garlic press that I'm selling. That's all I know about. <laughs> I don't know about my customers. So that's the first step. If you don't understand your audience outside of Amazon, how can you sell it to them? And one more thing I always talk to the clients and the people I work with, Amazon is a poll marketing where people is already searching. It's a search engine. People is ready to buy. It's at the bottom of the funnel. Whereas outside of Amazon is push marketing. How can you push your message, your product, your services in front of your, your customer, especially on Facebook? They could be just going while sitting in, in the toilet in, in the restroom somewhere. <laughs> and how can you push that information in front of them? It's a very different mindset for Amazon shopper versus someone scrolling on any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whichever social media platform that you're work, work, working on. But without that true understanding of the avatar, is that's the very first step. So you need to do that first before you can do and do the more um, advanced stuff down the road. So brilliant, Jason. So uh, what you're saying is true. Like Seth said, you're preaching to the choir. We're huge advocates of creating that relationship and that brand loyalty because at Post Purchase Pro, we always say the first sale is just the beginning of the relationship. That's where all of the good stuff starts after the first sale. And unfortunately, Jason, as you are seeing in our world, in our industry, that most sellers are just quitting after that first sale. And like you said, if you don't know who you're selling to, then how do you know what language to use? How do you know how to speak to that person? In your words, how do you know what type of message to push and on what channel. So the fact that you're taking a a, a control of that relationship and you're putting a tremendous amount of value on nurturing the relationship off of Amazon is going to make your brand, your learning disability products, and that brand a lot more valuable. And without that relationship, all you're doing is creating transactions every day and it's killing your business. A lot of sellers are spoiled because Amazon's sending you traffic every single day and they get hooked on those transactions. It's like it's like the heroin in our industry. They can't get away from it. Yes. Absolutely imperative. And the future and the survival of any real brand 
is dependent on having a relationship because Jason, the value of a brand is not about the product, is it? It's about the person. It's about the customer. Hundred percent agree. And I actually like your analogy. I have a better one because we we met in Vegas. Of course, so you I do. always because I always uh, describe Amazon as a casino. We're all gambling. We're all gambling. <laughs> we have a slot machine that's printing out seven figure, eight figure, however big of of a business you have with Amazon. But with any type of a casino. The casino owner can kick us out of the casino at any single moment. I mean, my entire account could shut down right now as we speak. Hopefully not, but it could definitely happen. It happened to so many Amazon sellers. And the second thing is the house always win every always. single time. Doesn't matter what you're gonna do. Amazon always gonna win. So without that customer database, without that relationship, we really don't have the leverage, and we don't really have like you just shared. We don't really have all what we need to build a true business beyond Amazon because I really don't call myself an Amazon seller because I really hated that term. I'm a digital marketer. How can I market and and present myself in front of the customer? Not like you just say, not just transaction. So, hundred <laughs> percent agree with what you just say. I love the casino analogy. In fact, if you remember the book I shared with you, Private Label Millionaire Secrets, all of our analogies are about the casino. So yes, instead of gambling, if you can flip the script or turn the table around, all of a sudden you begin to deal the cards and you become the house. And as you said, Jason, Amazon being the house, the house not only creates the odds, the house is controlling the game. So without that relationship, without that customer list, it's like you wake up every morning unemployed, praying that Amazon sends you traffic again and that your listing's not shut down, Seth. Yeah, yeah. and I want to dive, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just want to dive into a topic. I think that's going to be very on top of everyone's mind right now. Is how do I launch product on Amazon nowadays? Because I couldn't do search one buy and 100% rebate. This is where the customer come in because I think the Amazon trifactor is listing optimization, PPC, then external traffic. If you can do those three things really, really well, then you can still really compete in Amazon with all the product launches. And that's what you guys also do as well by leveraging that database from Amazon. But I just do it outside of Amazon. I have a different lane that I'm focusing on. So. Yeah, I love that, Jason. So there's a quote that I love, and it goes something like this, like business is value delivery and trust at scale. It's delivered at scale, right? So Amazon, um, being the third-party marketplace, kind of steps in the middle between us and our customers, don't they? And then they get the trust. So when the Amazon box shows up on your doorstep, even though it's your product, Jason, a lot of times people are like, oh, I got a package from Amazon, not Jason's company. So they view the trust and they're giving that feeling to Amazon. And so for us as sellers of products on Amazon, we have to go above and beyond to engage them outside of Amazon before the sale, like you do with your external marketing, after the sale, like we do with our post-purchase marketing. So Jason, what are you seeing as like the biggest lever that you can pull? Because we all know external traffic is highly rewarded by Amazon. They really juice up your keyword rankings when you can have external traffic hit your listings. What are you guys doing in the external traffic world pre-sale to create this effect on Amazon right now? So we actually send out 15 different emails for every single product launch, and we have a whole sequence that we use. So usually our product launch is over two weeks. The first week is all about early bird and driving up anticipation. It's kind of like what iPhone and Apple does before yeah. the next iPhone, uh, iPhone launch. We'll send out a few emails, talk about, oh, we have a product that's coming up next week. Would you like to sign up? And we'll create an early bird uh, opt-in page for people to start opting in. So by the time that we're actually doing the launch, 
we already have a list and people lining up ready to buy before the actual launch. Then during the actual launch, we'll send out uh, 10 email over about 10 days. Uh, we send them one to two email a day based on the different sequences we do. And then uh, we also use a coupon, uh, like a clippable coupon on our Amazon listing to say, just go buy this product on Amazon is, let's say, $5 off with a coupon. And we drive all the traffic to it. And we have, uh, with my own brand, we have a list of 30,000 email that we use internally for all the product launch. But it's not about product launch all the time, right? It's just like going back to what Gary Vee always talk about was uh, jab, jab, right, right, right hook, right? Because you need to have content, content, then marketing. Content, content, right. then marketing is not about always trying to sell because the last thing you want your email to look like is what I call a Best Buy email. Have you ever got an email from Best Buy? Uh, I don't <laughs> I, know. It's all promotion. It's, yes. it's a long email full of promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a computer 10% off, another laptop, another TV. <laughs> it's all promotion. And it's that's all they send out every single day. It's it's a it's a full page newspaper ad sent to your email box. So um, exactly, yeah, right. and you do not want to do that for your email. You're going to kill your email deliverability rate by doing that. So. so I understand, Jason, that you started your entrepreneurial journey in 2016, okay, and mm -hmm. uh, that you coach Amazon sellers using your entrepreneurial operating system, the EOS. So if you had to give me like a, a 60 second elevator pitch, what can Jason do? You personally, what can you and, and seller fuel do for for Amazon sellers who are out there listening or watching this right now. What our focus is is people that's ready to go outside of Amazon. This is where our agency is really really going to be beneficial because not everyone's ready. I would say try to do at least one million dollar on Amazon first because it's a very easy platform to get to seven figure. Once you get to seven figure, and that's top. Let's see how we can go beyond Amazon, implementing all the different external strategy. And one thing, major takeaway since you mentioned EOS, EOS changed my life. So back in 2020, I was on the edge of a divorce and a bankruptcy because COVID killed my entire brand. Most majority, 90% of our customer is from school, like the special education teacher, the special education director that's buying for their school, buying for their special education program. But we all know what happened to all the school in 2020. They all right. got shut down around the same time. So yes, I have two hundred thousand of two hundred thousand dollars of inventory sitting in my warehouse. It's not selling anything because this all the school is get shut down. That's kind of out of my control. So that's also when I encounter EOS. Is EOS is is also stand for Entrepreneur Operating System. It's really a business management philosophy. Um, how to enable the business owner to work on the business and not in the business. And I really regret I didn't like encounter that book a lot easier earlier in my entrepreneur journey. So in 2020, I restructured my entire business based on that book. And I was able to come back strong from age of bankruptcy. And last year, I did a little bit over uh, close to 700,000 for my own brand from the age of bankruptcy. So this year, we are on track to do about 1.2 million for my own brand this year. Uh, I know it's still, so this is a journey that I go through. It's not always, it's not always, uh, you know, very easy, but this is, this is why I went through as an entrepreneur. Wow. That's an amazing uh, testimony there, isn't it, Seth? I mean, uh, we, we, we're huge uh, fans of traction and built to sell and those, I mean, you can't see them, but my bookshelf is full of them over here. So, uh, the fact that you traveled some of the same roads there and, and are seeing similar success and that you're putting a tremendous amount of value on that relationship, which is truly, uh, where the value is in your business at the end of the day. 
um, really, like Seth said, sings to our hearts, doesn't it, Seth? Yeah, it sure does. So, Jason, we, uh, we've studied traction and the e-myth, and just getting that frame of mind um, has dramatically helped us as well. So, Jason, if you were going to boil it down to <laughs> – down to uh, just a handful of things out of traction that made the biggest difference. I mean, you're giving it such high praise. I want to know Jason's version of um, if I was going to redo my entrepreneurial career, you know, as a listener here, uh, what would be your advice? Where should I start, Jason? So first you can visit and start reading the book first. So you understand what the traction is for, but inside the traction book, they talk about core six different components in any kind of business. It's not just in e-commerce. So there's six components that they talk about in the book. People, vision, data, process, traction, and issues. So the first thing is people. Without a team that's working under you, how can you create a successful business? You are just creating a job if you don't have a team, right? You're just a single person entrepreneur. You do one million on Amazon. Great for you, but you just have a, you just have a glorified job, to be honest. So that's where the, the structure is very, very important because I saw, speak with so many Amazon sellers that's one person or a husband and a wife team that do really well on Amazon, but they are burning themselves out. And I'm pretty sure uh, you two also speak with a lot of sellers like that. So that's where the first component really come in. The second component, the vision. What is your vision for your brand, for your company? And this is not a one-year vision. It's Usually in the book, and I also do it for myself, what is my 10-year vision? For my own brand, my 10-year vision, I want to change 1 million lives of families that have kids with learning disability because that is my core mission. And I believe that is my calling in my life to go in and change other people that have a similar experience that my wife and I went through when our son got diagnosed with autism and ADHD. We actually need to move from Japan to United States because you know what? I couldn't find any help and resources back in Asia. In we to, to give you a perspective for the listener, I used to live in Tokyo, one of the largest metropolitan area in the world, with population of 40 million people, but we can only find two therapy centers to take our son to. That is not a good situation to be in when you're a parent that have kids with special needs. So we were desperate and we decided to move. But I'm also grateful because of th- because of that event in my life. I won't without that event. I won't be talking to you two gentlemen right now. I won't have the business that I have and went through this whole entrepreneur journey because of it. Really, is because of my son that I started this whole journey. So this is where I have a very very strong and very very passionate about my vision because I believe that's my calling. And unfortunately, for most majority Amazon seller, that is a huge emotional disconnection between the product they are selling and themselves. Because a lot of them, they actually don't use the product they are selling on Amazon. They don't use it. They are just selling it, but they don't actually use it. To give you I'm an guilty. example. I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah, I don't use it in my own example, For my brand, most of my competition on Amazon, if you just search for their brand names, the CEO of the brand behind, the CEO behind those brands that's competing with me, it's a single guy, not married, have no kids, and they sell kids' product. You see, that's a huge disconnection. Yeah, right? that's like uh, they, Seth and I yeah. selling lingerie, right? Or, or ladies' uh, <laughs> yeah. gowns, so it doesn't fit. Yeah. I, I love your passion, yeah. and obviously, it's not only about the money. Obviously, the business allows you a lifestyle so that you can provide for your son and help millions of other people. And your story actually 
Jason, reminds me of anytime I'm flying cross country in the middle of the night, I look down and see millions and millions of light bulbs. And I think to myself, if I could just touch positively every single one of those lights that I'm flying over, then I would know that my life is complete. So I, I love that you have a passion behind that. Now, unfortunately, we're running out of time here. In fact, we're out of time for the podcast, but we cannot wait, Jason, to get you back and uh, to do a webinar, really get inside that mind of yours and figure out what makes Jason Shea really tick. Um, but before we leave out of here, I want to know, what do you have available for our listeners here, those sellers who want to engage with Seller Fuel? What can you offer and where can they go find out about you? Yeah, so they can visit our website at seller-fuel.com. It spells S-E-L-L-E-R-F-U-E-L.com. Then they can see all the different services. We also going to launch a podcast in the near future, actually next month. Uh, we are working on the podcast right now. And we also run a free Facebook group called Seller Fuel Tribe. They can just search for us on Facebook. They will see our uh, free community where inside the community, we do weekly trainings and we also do virtual networking events for okay. the group members. And we also run a mastermind group for seven figure plus uh, e-commerce seller. Tired of gambling it. with Amazon's what it says prominently on the on his landing page here at seller-fuel.com. Uh, Danny, make sure we have all of those uh, links, the social media, the Facebook page. Let's join those and also add that to the notes under this video. And also, if you're listening on the podcast, on the post-purchase podcast, then check the show notes to find out how you can find more about Jason and uh, his company, Seller Fuel. Um, love the website, <laughs> Fuel Your Business Growth. Jason, thank you so much for taking the time and being generous with your ideas. I can't wait to uh, be on your podcast to share and also have you back on ours for another episode. But unfortunately, we've reached the end of this. So tell us before we go, what's your uh, your last words of advice for our listeners? Uh, that's what advice is never give up because entrepreneurship is not always easy. One quick story I want to share. The very Please. same year when I started my brand back in 2017, my daughter got diagnosed with leukemia. So that was a two and a half year, almost three years of chemotherapy. I still remember the day I was sitting in the hospital waiting room, waiting for my daughter to come out of the chemotherapy treatment. And I was having team meetings in the hospital waiting room because I was always having a hustler. So I know sometimes business is not always a smooth ride. When you're in the darkest point, don't give up. There's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Reach out to the people. Reach out to the people in the community that already done that. And we are all here to help each other and elevate each other. And remember, the success is really a candlelight, not a piece of cake. We can share the success around inside the communities. So that's why I'm always transparent to share all the strategy that I'm doing. Love the hustle. Uh, So success, business, success and life and business is more like a candlelight not a piece of cake. Don't just eat it. Share it, huh? Yes, that's that's that I learned it from one of my mentors here. Wow, that's beautiful. So my name is Sean Hart. This has been Jason Shea, my co-host Seth Stevens. This has been an episode of the Post Purchase Podcast. Check the show notes. We may update it in the future. We're going to have Jason back to uh, dive more into this and unpack some of these seller strategies. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. 